And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Building a Life You Love. This is your host, Kristen. And today I just want to talk to you about why are we playing it safe? Why are we living life in the lukewarm space instead of red hot? Why aren't we going after what we know we're called to do, what we know is in our heart? Why aren't we chasing life for the adventure, for the opportunities that I think deep down we know are waiting for us? Instead, we choose to live, so many of us, lives that are mundane, or we stay there for too long. Do you wonder why we talk about midlife crisis with so many people? or we say that about them and it's it's not really what's happening, it's because people finally said, enough, enough. I've lived this life of routine, this life of stepping up the same ladder for too long. And they've still had this place within them, in their heart, in their soul, but somewhere deep down that they knew, is this all there is? And they knew deep down that there was more to life than just this. There was more to life There was so much more magic waiting for them, but we let ourselves get stuck in the trap of just going and stepping into the same job every day or going and stepping into the same routine, the same conversations every day without growing and stretching ourselves to be bigger, to be more impactful, to be more honest and open and true and to really be who we are, who we knew who we are when we were little. Every year, the world pushes these messages at us that we need to fit in. We need to belong. We need to align with the main narrative. And I'm going to tell you, it's time to stop playing it safe. It's time to stop staying on that ladder, that path where you feel like the days are boring, that life's kind of mundane. The reason we start searching It could be in our 20s or 30s. It could definitely be in our 40s and surely in our 50s. It could even be much later than that in life. But at some point, if we haven't yet, those small voices, those whispers, those areas of our lives where we feel unsettled, we feel like there's this call for something more, something bigger, something more meaningful that we're meant to do. It's when we finally start listening to those little whispers, those urges, And we stop suppressing them. We stop pushing them down. It's when we do that. And when we finally say enough, I don't want to play it safe. I don't want to take the paycheck and just keep doing the work when I'm unfulfilled. That's when everything changes. But we have to be willing to let those quiet whispers, those little urges, those deep desires become more important or louder in our lives before we'll actually make the change to really go after a life that we're passionate about, to go after building a life where we create impact and we create legacy by what we do, who we touch, who we reach, who we support, 
in our lives, whether that's our family, whether that's people we mentor, whether that's people that look up to us, whether that's people that we invest in or causes we invest in, whatever it might be. It could be all those things. It can be globally. What are we doing around the world? How are we having impact? So today I want to talk about what are you called to do next? And why are we all playing it so safe and so small? And why are we trying to be a mirror image of the people next to us instead of realizing how we were made to be so different from the people, the person on our left and the person on our right, the people in our same industry? We weren't meant to fit in. We weren't meant to be vanilla. We were meant to stand out and be that beautiful mix of flavors and colors that only we can bring to the world. And you might be wondering, why am I so passionate about talking about this topic? And there's two reasons for it. The first is I have been there. I have done that. I have tried to fit in in certain industries, especially when I was very much working more in the tech industry. I, of course, there's a lot of guys in the field and, you know, I was I've had new businesses in that area. So instead of trying to be different and stand out for exactly who I was, Sometimes I think I tried to stand alongside or to seem similar to other things, but that didn't help me move forward in the way that I was meant to move forward. It didn't help me grow quicker. It didn't help me feel aligned that my business or different businesses and myself could really kind of meld together and feel like I was 100% where I needed to be. I always felt like there was these disconnects or that I hadn't quite figured it out yet. And part of that was because instead of trying to be truly myself in every way, all my quirks and differences and uniqueness and my, you know, uh, female perspective, all the things, I was hesitant to bring them all to the table to show up fully myself. So the one reason I'm so passionate about this is because I've been there so many times I probably can't even count. So that's the first reason. The second is I talk to so many people and at some point during their journey, many people get stuck and we get stuck because we've heard the messages at some point in our life. It could have been when we're children. It could have been a young adult. It could have been in a marriage. It could have been in a workplace, but we hear the messages that we're too loud, you know, we're too needy, we're, you know, We take up too much space. We're not capable. We didn't do a good job. So many things, you know, maybe, you know, you're, you're not answering the question the way that was asked of you or your ideas were too different, whatever it might be. But too many of us hold on to these, these thoughts, these memories, these things that were said to us as if they're the truth, but they're not. And what I have found is it's when we can finally allow ourselves, give ourselves permission to truly be ourselves with all the oddities, the quirks, the, you know, uniqueness of our experiences, of our hurts, our traumas, and then our healing and our growth. It's when we can bring all those things together. That's when we can really move into this next place in our lives, to our next step, to bigger steps. So that is why I'm coming to you today to be so passionate about this topic it's because I, I don't want to play it safe and I don't want you to either. And the first thing I do is share something with you that Emily P. Freeman shares in her book, 
book, The Next Right Thing, which I highly recommend it if you're sort of at one of those crossroads where you're trying to figure it out because she has so many lovely words of encouragement. She has processes and ideas for how to move you into, you know, your next right thing and how to be thinking about these different decisions you're making. And she does do it from a more faith-based Christian perspective. So if, if that's not your thing, it may not align. But if it is, then it's definitely worth checking out. But one of the things she's talking about is that we have to, we can't rush clarity, even though we want to. And I surely have wanted to so many times in my life. But she basically talks about, we can't always, the, the schedule, the timeline doesn't always work on our you know, our humanly desire, you know, it doesn't always come as quick as we want. So here's basically what she's kind of saying, or here's what she is saying. Much of the rhetoric around our work and life is that if you have an idea, but aren't acting on it, then that means you're nursing some brand of fear, insecurity, or immaturity. The advice surrounding the subject says you need to put your head down, drink more coffee and get to work. But what about the work that grows slowly? And she goes on to say, what about the ideas that take years to form? The ministry that needs darkness and time to bury its roots down deep into you. The book that only wants to drip out of you one slow word at a time. The business that requires an unrushed foundation. Is the vision strong enough to carry your soul through the foggy right now? If it's not, are you willing to listen to the still small voice and believe it's telling the truth? And she says, can you hold on to your faith while you wait? If it isn't yet time to make a decision or to move, practice the, the daily letting go of your timeline. But maybe that isn't the problem. Maybe the time has come. That leads us to my second, second suggestion. Let go of your expectation of certainty. So the reason I love that is sometimes we are impatient. We want to move forward. And I'm surely don't, I'm not saying don't. What I'm saying is keep taking those small steps as you gain clarity Keep trying things, keep trying to learn and grow, but have some patience for the clarity to come and for yourself as you move into things. And sometimes, you know, we will start feeling pressure. Maybe the income isn't where we need it to be. Maybe we're feeling worn out at a job, but we really want to start something. Well, I would say you have to balance those things, you know, and figure out how can you still bring in the income to pay your bills or to start this thing and still, you know, move towards the next thing, the next step for you. So that's the first thing I just want to share is sometimes we get impatient and we just need to keep moving towards the signals, the ideas. And, but we still need to take action because it's through trying things that we start figuring out really where's our place, what feels right, what fits us. So even the podcast, obviously I have this one. This is my main podcast. I started it last May. But in, I guess at the end of last year, I started two other small, more niched down podcasts. One's in the faith-based Christian sector and one just for encouragement. And the other one is just about growing and building a online creative business. But for me, having all three of these lets me test things. It lets me try things. It lets me create different types of content. It doesn't mean for forever I'm going to have all three. Maybe I will. Maybe they'll morph into one where it comes together. But for me, that was taking steps that were, um, when I say safe, they're safe in a sense of it didn't cost me much more money, if any, to create other podcasts. It only cost me more time. 
which of course time is precious. But for me, this let me test stuff even while I'm still growing this podcast and wanting this to hit new levels and new, uh, a bigger audience and, and things like that. So I just tell you, keep moving forward, but have a little patience with yourself. The next thing is so often we don't listen or we, we dismiss what people say to us or about us. So I would write down, if you haven't done this before, what are the things people tell you about yourself? So this can be about, you know, in your, in your work life, this can be in your personal life, whatever it is, but what are these things that are being said about you? And maybe they're things that you keep dismissing because you haven't stepped fully into a role yet. You don't even realize some of your strengths or gifts are pointing you, right? They're an arrow or a signal towards this next step or this next path for you. But I think we do need to, you know, rewind a little bit in our minds. What are people saying about us, even if we don't believe it when they said it? What is it they're saying? You know, in, in, in Emily's book, she talks about she was on a trip. I think it was somewhere in Europe for a event. And someone had said something to her about, um, you know, uh, ministering, you know, having a ministry. And but basically the point is, is she obviously is a writer, but her writing is truly they're practical. They're helpful but it really is her ministry, right? It's her art on earth. So I would just ask you, what are people saying about you? Because I think it's a good, they help point us onto the path that maybe is next for us. There's this idea that often we are working right alongside or parallel to the next thing we're going to step into, to our next career, our next gig. And so sometimes they call these shadow careers, In other words, let's say you're an editor at a publishing house or an editor for an online magazine. Well, sometimes it turns out that we're in the job right beside what we're meant to step into at some point. You know, maybe not before then we weren't, we weren't supposed to. But for instance, maybe you're meant to be a writer. You know, maybe you're meant to be something else connected to writing. Maybe you really have wanted deep down to be a poet, but you're an editor currently. So that's a type of thing we're talking about, um, or they're talking about when they say shadow careers. So look to your left, look to your right. What are the careers around you that maybe you've not been willing to say out loud that maybe it's a different job you truly want that's right nearby what you're already doing, but maybe you think, oh, I'm a great editor. I'm good at grammar. I'm good at words. I'm good at sentence, um, crafting sentences. But maybe you don't have the confidence or you don't believe you have anything worth saying that's your own, your own words, your own book, your own message. But I would challenge you on that and say that if deep down you you have that whisper that says you you knew that really you maybe were meant to write a book, but you're just not sure that you're the one, that you can do it, that you have something worthy to say that people will pay attention to. And so maybe you find yourself as an editor, because you truly are good at words and at language, but you haven't figured out what your message is to share with the world. So I would just ask you, look to the left, look to the right. What have you continued to do in your life? Maybe there's a connection between the things. Was it that you're always working with people directly? Yeah, maybe in customer service. Well, maybe you're meant to create a company that really helps businesses elevate the customer experience. So maybe everything you've done up till now will help you do that for other businesses or for your own business. But do you see how these breadcrumbs 
of things we've done in our life often will help inform our future choices. And maybe it's something completely different, or maybe we've always worked for someone else, but we, we feel kind of moved to work for ourselves. Well, what is it? This, what are the gifts? What are the skills that you can bring forth into this new place? So I, like I said, I just want to encourage you. What is your next step? What is your next thing? And, you know, we've all heard of the great resignation that's going on, you know, that started uh, sometime after COVID. People are resigning, you know, at high rates and paces. And some people just, you know, uh, maybe they didn't resign. Maybe they lost their jobs, but they don't want to go back into the same type of work. They're burned out or they realize that it wasn't meaningful. Maybe they didn't have the schedule they wanted for their family or to be available. They were overworked, maybe. But at this time, I would just say to you, don't make your choices out of fear. Make them out of where your heart's calling you. Make them out of love. Make them out of curiosity. But don't let fear hold you back from stepping into something new. And you don't have to have worked in those industries to try something new. There's so many people that will help you. There's so many people around if you just raise your hand, if you just say in groups you're, you're in or in groups you'll join programs you'll join. I want to do this. I really feel like I want to try this, but I need to know how. I need to know the next step. People are so ready to help if you're just clear on what it is you want to move towards. So I would just encourage you today, go after what you feel pulled towards, what you feel called to go towards. And yeah, you might not have it all figured out, but I bet you you have an idea. And maybe you've been too embarrassed or hesitant or unsure to say that idea out loud. But I would say find someone. Find someone you can confide in and tell them that idea. Now find someone that'll encourage you. Of course, at some point you want them to to ask you questions, but you don't want them to shoot down your idea as soon as you tell them. And if you can't think of someone, reach out to me. I would love to hear what you're thinking or help you connect with the right group or people or community because I love doing that for people. I love figuring out, you know, where, where would they be able to fit in and get uh, the support that they're looking for? So that's it for today. I just really felt um, called to come on and encourage you to step up and really, you know, let your light shine, let your true self show up in the world, because that's what we all need more of. And that's when we really can serve the world. We can serve customers, our clients, Fully is when we're truly ourselves and we bring all the parts of ourselves together. And often we're going to serve people that might have obviously something in common with us. They could be at a similar stage to us in life. They could be in a similar, uh, like we're just ahead of them, right? And maybe an online business building. Or maybe they look like us, meaning they're a female in, in this aged bracket or whatever it might be. So start small, just start moving. Once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. And if you enjoyed the podcast, we would love it if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts because that helps us get discovered by more people. We'd also love your feedback. So email me at Kristen at KristenFitch.com or DM me on Instagram. I'm at Kristen Fitch. And let me know what ideas or ideas for shows or for guests that you have. I would love to hear from you. 